Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. It is that wonderful time of year when everything is growing beautifully in the garden. In mine, it's growing beautifully. Is it growing beautifully in yours? Um, Not so. Yeah, it is. It has to be. It is. Of course it is. (laughs) But something that we don't like growing so beautifully is weeds. Weeds. How on earth do we stop those weeds? Now, listen in, everybody, while we discuss some solutions today. Keith, the very best way to stop weeds is to get them when they're young, right? Yep. Or we've got to put steps in place to stop them from becoming established in the first place. Absolutely. Let's discuss the first one. I'd like to start with mulch. Oh yeah! Now there's the best thing you can be putting on on your on your your soil to suppress weeds. Not just to suppress weeds, but that's but that is yeah yeah you can yeah. All right, so I like to use different types of mulches. Yes, for different reasons. Yes, tell us. With my designs, for instance, mm-hmm. depending on the job, I will either uh, specify an organic mulch such as. Pine bark. Yes. And I love the fine pine bark. Yes. So the four ten mil pine barks, not the great big horrible brick big pieces of stuff that of gets stuff. chucked yep. around by the blackbirds, yep. but the fine pine pine bark. And I always specify that with a minimum cover of seventy five mil over the soil. And why is that your favourite? Right. One of your favourites. It's just the look. Okay. It just looks absolutely classy when, when you're finished. It just shows off the plants that you've, right. you've got there okay. in the garden. It's a nice dark. It's a beautiful dark colour. Dark yeah. yeah. Um, and how about breaking down? Is it a slow? It's, it's a slow, it's a slow decom- form of breaking down. Great. Yeah, it's not. And, and the beauty, beauty about the, that, that particular bark is that it's not robbing the soil of precious nitrogen in order to break it down. So things break down by microbes. Microbes break down organic mm. matter, mm. but they feed and they rec- like, like their mm. food is nitrogen. Yeah. So they've got to pinch nitrogen from somewhere else Wherever to go and chew and break down the, 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 the bark because yeah. it's basically all carbon. Yes, all right? yes, yes. So that's, well, that's it, you know, I mean, and, and put over at 75 mil, any weeds that are underneath that have got a fair climb to get up through. But by the time they get to the top, they're, they're pretty, pretty tired sick. and spent. They're sick. So, but they're, they're still the moisture can still get through quite well. Mo- moisture still still f- flows through that beautifully. Okay. Okay. Um, so it sounds like the perfect. It's perfect it's a mulch. great mulch. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the others that you use? I've right. noticed that you you've done a job down the road from where we are, mm-hmm. and that mulch is it's called granitic sand. Granitic it's sand. Seven that's right. mil minus decomposed. Granitic sand or granite, and it looks great because I noticed I was looking when I was walking the dog this morning and noticed it's, it's got that sort of it's got that coastal. Well, it's a beachy, got yeah, the beachy look, look about it. It, it looks really good. Yeah, an and and the effect of it is like walking on the the beach when the when the tide has gone oh. out. You've got that hard. Hard, you know that hard yes, underfoot yes, yes. feeling. Yeah. That's what it's like to yeah. walk on. Yeah. And of course, when 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 it rains. The moisture, the rain goes straight through mm. down into the soil, and it's kept it kept down there. It doesn't tend to run off and and, and cause ruts or anything else no, like that. that. It is just an absolutely sensational mulch to put over over your ground, yep. providing you have done all the homework 
with the soil beforehand. Okay. So in my jobs, I specify that there um, there has to be biochar yep. incorporated into the soil at mm. two liters per square meter. Mm-hmm. I then specify that that soil must be covered with a minimum of 75 to 100 mil of compost. Mm-hmm. So yep. when yep. we get that from Clyde Compost, yes, we, would. Thank you, Clyde. we get that in bulk for yes. my jobs. Yes. And then um, rock dust, yep. Monash rock dust goes into that as well. Mm. And then I say that that needs to be all rotary hoed and incorporated into the into a 200 mil depth mm-hmm. of that, that soil profile. Mm-hmm. And then that granitic sand goes over the right. top. So all the goodness is there to support what's going to be growing above. Aren't the weeds going to love that too, all that healthy, healthy no, soil? No, not really because <laughs> if you can imagine a, a weed trying to push its way up through up through 70 mil or, or you know, 75 mil of uh, granitic sand. Okay. It's, it's, it's like By the time they the get roof. to the top. Hitting the roof. They're, uh, they're they will have loved the soil below, but then, they, but then they, but hit then the, they hit the stop. Yeah. Okay, so there are lots of different mulches that um, that can that you can use, but some break down faster than others. That's right. So it's a matter of what what you like the look of, yep. what and what you've got the time, I exactly. suppose, to, to deal with. Because I love hooflung dung, mm-hmm. I love lucerne mulch, I love pea straw mulch, but they do tend to break down, you know, very quickly, quite quickly. Yeah. So I'm constantly replenishing. Yep. That, but I do love it, so it's worth it. But a yeah. lot of people wouldn't have time, so I love the idea of your bark too. Nice and slow. Okay, next, what about suppression methods like weed mats, cardboard, newspaper, plastic, which I really probably wouldn't like to use, but what about all those things? Do okay. any of those work? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely they do. Would I recommend bark? Uh, would I recommend paper and cardboard? Probably not. Not a great look. I mean, even people tend to put stuff over the top of that. But yeah, the problem yeah. with putting putting a newspaper or cardboard down is that it should be thoroughly wetted before you actually put it down mm-hmm. because it's not going to allow moisture. If it rains, it's not going to allow that, that, that rain to go through it. So you've got to make sure that the soil is, is thoroughly wetted underneath before you put it down. And then you need to put something else on the top of that and then I would be suggesting that if you're going to use cardboard and newspaper, that over the top of that you put some blood and bone or some some um, rooster booster or dynamic lifter or something else to help to break that down oh. because you want to kill those weeds beneath it by suffocating them, yeah. which is what you're doing. Yeah, but you but don't you, want to – You don't want to be suffocating soil your soil. Plants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, look, I don't think that's a great idea. No. So there's situations where uh, I've come across a job – that you can see that the garden beds are full of oxalis and that is an absolute nightmare nightmare to to deal with. So in those situations, I would do all the the same preparations with the biochar, with the rock dust, with the composts and rotary hoe it all and that's going to spread that that oxalis all over the place. But then I would suggest that you use a product called weed gunnel. Mm G-U-N-N-E-L, weed gunnel. Mm. And weed gunnel is um, a little bit like weed mat except it's not uh, – it's a, it's a different woven product and weed gunnel will last in the soil, covering over the top of the soil for about six to eight years wow. before it will break down. Okay. It is a certified organic input. So what does it do? It, so it, what it, it does is, yeah. is that it stops anything, any weed seeds that are below it yeah. climbing up through yes. it. It inhibits light that might turn those seeds on, mm. you know, to start germination. Mm. And then over the top of that weed mat, I would, I would be putting a, you know, a, a, another mulch anyway. 
So what about the plant? So you only you're putting it over specific areas where the no, no, uh, no. oxalis is. I pl- put it over the whole the whole garden bed where the where the you know where the, the oxalis, oxalis is. is. And and the plants aren't affected. No, aren't because plants. what because what happens is that that weed gunnel is a woven product, so it allows moisture Lighten, to go yeah, through. Yeah. It allows air to, to go up to percolate through, and it allows fertilizer to get down into the soil as well. So when it comes, when you, this is all put down first, mm-hmm. and then when it comes time for planting, you, all your plants are placed on top of the, the weed the weed gunnel, uh-huh. and then with a Stanley knife, you make a uh-huh. cross, cut a cross into yeah. the weed gunnel, and pull plant. that cross back, yep. and then dig your hole, yep. put your plant in, and then push that, uh-huh. that cross back okay, so that, you know, it, it's all protected underneath it. Okay. And those plants will grow incredibly well and healthily Underneath that weed gunnel. Okay, so that's when you come to a neglected garden that's been, it's got, it got, oxalis has just taken over. Absolutely. You've got to do something serious about it. All right, so let's move on to another type of weed suppression method. Mm-hmm. Growing ground covers. Now that makes, I think that's a good idea because it's covers, aesthetically yeah. pleasing and it covers the ground. And it looks fabulous. Yes, it does. Things like bacopa. I have in my garden some bacopa. I have seaside daisies, cat mint, lamb's ears. Any mm-hmm. others you can mention right now? Plenty. Um, well, prostrate rosemary. Rosemary, of course, yes. Um, and then the there's, there are some magnificent new Australian ground covers. So there's um, a, a little ground cover called dichondra, which yeah. creeps across the ground, a yes. kidney-shaped plant, yeah. and that's an Australian native and it's drought-tolerant. Mm. Um, there are, are other plants that they've hybridised now, so there's things like flat-growing um, wattles. Oh, um, oh, banksias. banksias, yes. Um, birthday candles is one of them. Yeah, yes. birthday candles. Birthday and then, of course, there is a sensational range of, of uh, grevilleas. Yeah. Lovely. So my, one of my favourites there is one called Royal Mantle. Mm-hmm. But there's others, other varieties, a Gaudi Chowdy. It makes a fabulous ground cover. Gaudi Chowdy. Gaudi Chowdy. Love it. Love it. Um, and then there's, then there's yeah, there's, there's just so many so wonderful. So many ground covers. Um, one that, that works incredibly well if you've got a lot of, a lot of weeds is one called Myoporum insulare. What is that? Which is called, the common name for that is Creeping Boobiella. Nice. Um, and it is a thick, thick, matted ground cover with beautiful little white flowers on the top oh, so it looks sensational. Yeah, it sounds lovely. So that, they're, they're, they're wonderful, um, you know, natural ground covers yeah. you can put over and yeah. suppress any weeds. There are plenty of them and yeah. that's obviously, I think that's one of the most fabulous ideas really yeah. when you want to suppress a weed and put something in that's going to look pretty as well. There are obviously organic removal methods and they are probably tools. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are plenty of those. There are. And we've got our favourites yes. like the hoe and the hoe my and the – the hand weeders. Yep. And plenty, my, my favourite's got to be the Flying Dutchman hoe by That's right. FD you Ryan. do like that. And it, it, we've got to be careful, though, when we're using those not to disturb other plant roots. So oh, you just got to be a little yes, bit gentle. Yep, yep. We try to remove the entire weed, roots and all, to prevent rapid regrowth. Exactly. We? Yes. Uh, now, there are all sorts of other methods that I've sort of read about over time, things like boiling water, which I'm a bit nervous to use, but I mm-hmm. guess you could use that between pavers and rockeries and things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that that would work very effectively. I, I don't think it's, you know, it's that great for the environment, using all that um, energy to, to boil water to, to pour over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've got a small area. But it's better hurt. than using the, the, the most common um, chemical it's herbicide used. that is, is in nearly every single person's body, and that's glyphosate. Isophate 360, mm-hmm. which has been banned in, in uh, a lot of European countries. The uh, World Health Organization classified that as a human carcinogen. Oh, dear. So, yeah. if you, and, and, I bet, and I bet everyone listening to this. 
podcast will have used Use it once, Roundup some, or Glyphosate yeah, 360. Somewhere along the line, yes. So stop it. Yes, yes, definitely. You don't need to use it. There are all these other one, wonderful methods that we've discussed. What about these? Uh, some of these, I, oh, I don't know about this one, table salt in a spray bottle, vinegar, yeah. bicarb soda, baking powder, all those sort of things. Yeah. Same sort of thing? Yeah. Not, not really great for the no. soil? Not great for the okay, ground. don't use any of that. And, and we come to the last one. If all else that we've discussed doesn't work for you, then you use a natural herbicide, something like Slasher. Slasher is a yes, great product, yes, so, yeah, made by made by OCP, who are now are now being bought out by oh, Yates, Yates. But that organic principles are going to remain with that particular brand of of um, of Yates. Mm. So it's organic crop protectants, mm. and um, the actual ac- active constituent of uh, Slasher is oil from the Pelagonium plant. Oh, is it really? Yeah, uh-huh. so it's a it's a highly natural thing. However, when you're using Slasher and you want good results, read the bloody instructions. Well, I, what if you get the spray bottle? What are the instructions? So if you're getting the um, the uh, what do you call it? If you're getting a small bottle, which you're adding, you're you, mixing you, you're up. You're going to mix up. You're going to dilute down. That's the word I'm trying to think of. But yes. you've you've got to make sure you're using it using it in the right weather, the right day, and and a, and a right wind. temperature range um, for it to work. Effectively, okay, the right temperature yeah, range. So and, if and I'm using slasher on my driveway full of you know grassy weeds that are coming up, when should I be using it? Should be using it on a nice sunny day, not windy, obviously, not a windy not day, not raining, no, obviously, no, a nice hours. sunny day that probably it'll probably tell you on on the bottle that, that there is a, a required sort of temperature. <laughs> And a growing, growing sort of mean. Okay. But I have seen slasher used, uh, sprayed on the right day, the right time, say at eight o'clock in the morning. And by 12 o'clock that day, those weeds or that grass, whatever they were spraying is dead. Gone. Yeah. See, it Finished. works very well. Works very well. So just watch them read the instructions. One question I have before mm-hmm. we finish. Can weeds be added to compost or will they spread through the compost? Because I'm in trouble if they spread. Ooh. Well. If you're going to, going to use weeds in the compost, it's all, they're all organic. Mm. But what you've got to try to try to do is um, ensure that the method of composting you are using, the, the, we're going to be putting those weeds into, is a hot composting method, mm. and that is using the right mixture of, of um, three parts nitrogen to oh, one yeah. part carbon. Yes, yes. And if you can do that. You'll get the temperatures up hot enough that'll destroy the weed seeds. So mm. we'll, we'll render them useless, mm. but it'll also kill any disease. <laughs> so hot composting is the best way to. I do try to do the hot comp- <laughs> composting, right. but sometimes, you know, you just want to throw it in. Anyway, all right, I think we've covered it. So whenever you see a weed, the best thing to do is to remove it. What's small this week will be doing its best to take over the garden next week. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.